Having your lifestyle sort of come first and curating the things in your life around how you want to feel. Welcome to What's Your Free, a new podcast series exploring the movement to a new mindset. I'm your host, Sam, and I am fascinated by people who work where they want, when they want, and how they want. If you change your mindset, you can have the freedom lifestyle. You don't have to wait. This podcast series features stories of people who got there, how they did it, and how it's changed their lives. This is the freedom lifestyle. When people are not willing to pay you what you're worth, then you... Don't give them everything that you're worth. This is episode five of What's Your Free? And we have officially gone international. In this episode, I interviewed Kyla Sokol Ward, who I met for the first time during my recent trip to San Francisco. Kyla is such an awesome advocate of the freedom lifestyle and has a great story. After she first graduated from university, she gave traditional work a shot and it just didn't align with her dream lifestyle. I was really frustrated with the fact that like, I couldn't go home to see my family whenever I wanted because I hadn't accrued enough vacation days and just things like that that of course come with any job just really annoyed me that like I couldn't do things I wanted to do because of my job. So like the other girl bosses you've met in this season, Kyla made a change and she's betting on herself. In this episode, we discuss how she launched her business, got her first customer, what that felt like. And we also talk about how she's balancing the lifestyle versus the hustle. Again, just remembering like, why am I doing this work? Why do I have this lifestyle? Okay. And then your, your choice becomes so easy of like, yeah, right now I'm, this is why I'm doing this. There's no other option but, but to keep going. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I'm excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So let's start with you telling me a little bit about what you do. I am a women's empowerment coach and I have been doing this for, I'm about to start my third year this month. It'll be my three year anniversary. Congratulations. And thank you. I started out doing um, food and body image coaching. My training is in nutrition, so I'm trained to be an integrative nutrition health coach. So that's something that I was originally coaching women on. And then I sort of realized like this is more about the bigger picture, um, mindset, self-love. And I, I knew that, but I didn't feel brave enough to really like move into that space until like at the beginning of this year, I just had all these like incredible ideas coming to me, which is sort of influenced by all these other events in my life that we can get into. But I think I... I don't really see like any other option for living my life besides doing my own thing. Thinking about like the traditional workspace and the work lifestyle that 95% of people have just really irritated me of like, why are we all okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know entrepreneurs who like, <laughs> who are doing this because they didn't like waking up early in the morning and they're like, I don't feel good. Why should I have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning to go to a job when I could wake up at nine and do also incredible work starting at nine. And one thing that actually really inspired this for me was reading um, Tim Ferriss's The 4-Hour Workweek. Yeah, he's and, amazing. Yeah. And he's so coming he, to San Francisco this oh, month really? actually. Yeah, I have a discount code. I'll send it to you. Oh my gosh, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> I actually just got one of his books for my birthday. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, and like reading his stuff, 
has made me realize like, wow, we're all doing so much stuff that like we don't want to do in ways that we don't enjoy doing them. And it's all because we like invented this work system of you need to work this many hours. And in reality, his theory is that you could get it done in four hours in a week. Maybe that's true. Maybe it isn't, but that, yeah, it's like, why are we drilling ourselves into the ground for so many hours of our day to do what? Like, mm-hmm. are, are we happy at the end of the day? And I'd rather be working for fewer hours of the day doing something that I want to do, even though it means I am making plenty of sacrifices in a lot of areas of my life. Financially, um, socially, like, I don't have coworkers. That's really hard. Yeah, like, I don't have the financial security I could in a 9-to-5. I don't have health insurance that I could have <laughs> in a 9-to-5 job. Yeah, there are a lot of things that you sacrifice. But, yeah, what are your priorities? And I think that's something that so many people just don't take into account. Or, like, what do I actually value? And am I willing to take those risks and to be really uncomfortable in order to have what I want, even though it means being less secure in other areas of my life? I love that. And you have so much clarity around that and you're in your twenties. Is that fair to assume? So at such a young age, and I think that's such a blessing. Like I was talking to someone last night and she was saying, you already know what you want to do. You're Mm -hmm. already ahead of so many people who are in these jobs and their answer is, well, I don't know what I would do. So I might as well stay when you know you want to be an entrepreneur and you know what lifestyle you want. Like you're kind of just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. It's like, what are the changes that you need to make? And are you willing to go through the discomfort of growing because it will be uncomfortable you're gonna have to unlearn a lot of bullshit that you learned throughout your life about your own limitations and all these things that we invent in our heads about why we can't do what we want and that's what I help people do is to like unlearn and de-layer all of those things that we learn throughout our lives that tell us that we can't have what we want and we don't deserve what we want and that getting what we want is too difficult like in reality everything we want is like at our fingertips it just takes work and de-layering the things that make us believe we can't have them. I love that. Mm. I also love on your Instagram feed, your bio is empathetic badass. Do yes. I have that right? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. How did you come up with that? And what does <laughs> what does being an empathetic badass mean to you? Yeah, like being empathic is a really badass quality and being able to understand where people are coming from and put yourself in their shoes and to know that like we are all really doing our best that is hard because we're taught to judge people and we're taught to put ourselves one in front of the other, especially as women. Like we're really taught that like we are in competition with, with other women. So yeah, being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and say like, wow, we're actually all really struggling with the same things. Yeah. And that's badass to be able to do that. And as an empowerment coach, like who's the first woman you empowered? How did you get your first customer? What did that feel like? Did you have to start by coaching people for free, maybe Mm. in a more like casual setting? Yeah, I definitely probably like most entrepreneurs had no idea what I was doing starting out. Just no (laughs) idea. And I very much, (laughs) I remember, so this was November of 2015. I had been working on my website for like a month maybe <clears throat> and I was really excited about it and I had no I didn't know a thing about branding or anything my website actually looked really good considering that it was like my first draft um looked really good but still yeah like no clue branding copywriting like I had no idea what I was doing I remember launching my website and like putting it on my Facebook page and saying like oh I made this website I'm, I'm a coach now blah 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 and I woke up the next morning and I was like 
where are all my clients? Like, why didn't anyone, why isn't anyone like messaging me asking to hire me? And I was like, oh my God, the internet is huge and I have so much work to do. And like, nobody wants to just hire me because they heard about me once. Um, was that defeating that first day? Or like, did you doubt yourself for a second? Or have you been known for a while? This is what you have to do. Mm, I think I just had no idea what I was in for. I just knew that I needed to put this out into the world. And I knew that I needed to pursue coaching and pursue this freedom lifestyle because yeah, you're gonna you're gonna mess up so many times and you're gonna do, have so many flops. I've had so many flops of programs. Oh my god, things that just like nobody bought, nobody responded to, like emails, messages, like things I've put out into the world that people have just been like, mm, nope. And you just have to keep on keeping on. And it is defeating and demoralizing. But like, again, just remembering like, why am I doing this work? Why do I have this lifestyle? Okay. And then your your choice becomes so easy of like. Yeah, right now I'm. This is why I'm doing this. There's no other option but but to keep going. Do you consider yourself unemployable now? The thought of like applying to jobs <laughs> and having to send out resumes and cover letters and like convince people that I'm good enough that was something that like drove me insane. It's when I demoralizing. Was it's really demoralizing, and like, don't get me wrong, I get it. That's how this works. There are thousands of people applying for one job that they need to have a system of like weeding, weeding people out but it just like drove me insane of like I know that I'm good enough I know I can do an amazing job why do I have to convince someone else and when I could just do it myself so your first customer what did that feel like were you happy with how it went like let's talk a little bit about that I remember I did a lot of compromising with her I definitely undersold myself, which tends to happen for a lot of people. And yes, yeah, something I no longer do. It attracts the wrong people, I think. When people are not willing to pay you what you're worth, then you don't give them everything that you're worth. But yeah, it was really exciting to get my first customer. And I think it was very like, I sort of had this moment of like, holy shit, is someone giving me money to do this? And is someone, and I almost felt like she was like a little crazy. I definitely had my own. <laughs> Like a lot of my own blocks to work through and like I'm still, you know, working through these things constantly, but of like, what, like, oh, is this woman out of her mind? She's going to give me money to give her advice around this and like coach her and yeah, it was definitely scary and weird to be like, I was like, oh my God, I'm actually doing this. Like I'm, someone's going to pay me for the thing that I am passionate about doing. There's always a lot of challenges. A lot of a lot of setbacks always be overcoming. I think for me it's been a really big balance of the lifestyle versus the hustle. Yeah, and like wanting to have this like relaxed lifestyle and knowing like that's what I'm going after. Working on the sales part has been like a constant challenge for me of like selling myself. The biz dev of it. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. Do you feel like you're always having to do that? Yeah, I think it's a lot of overcoming of like especially with social media of like putting my words out there and not being afraid of like how people will judge it because like of course like we're all judging all the time and that's okay and um you you want to serve people that's why you're doing this you're not doing to steal money from people like you want to serve people all you want to do is get on a phone call with them and I sort of realized like my shame was like, I was like watering myself down to like, oh, like what if, what if they think of this? And I was so afraid of what they thought. And I totally forgot about like why I was doing it in the first place. And I forgot about my why. And I forgot of like, oh right, I'm here to serve people. And 
yeah, just like constantly getting over things like that. I struggle a lot with what people think of me and that mm-hmm. holds me back. Sometimes I'm like, great, and I don't care what you think. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, no, I totally care what you think. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you get over that? Like any tips? Oh man. When we say that we're dependent on other people's opinions in order for our happiness to exist. In reality, I mean, like that isn't true. That's an illusion that so many of us are living in is that who we are is what other people think. And my validation only exists if other people give it to me. I wonder if I cared this much before social media because there was less people looking at me. There was less people evaluating my life. There was less people that actually knew what I was doing and like letting in, so. I love Instagram. I love Facebook. I also know when I'm sitting on my phone and scrolling through Instagram mindlessly, I start to feel really icky and I'll, I'll notice myself doing that and be like, oh, okay, what am I doing? Like, I'm not, I'm not using Instagram anymore. I'm sitting here and like looking for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just knowing your own boundaries and knowing like what feels good to you and what doesn't. And I think, yeah, sort of like anything else, it can be used for good. It can be used for bad. And there's so much good that can come with social media if we utilize it correctly. Definitely. Awesome. Okay, last question. When we had our first phone call, you were sharing with me that you want to get into more public speaking. How's that going? Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, I like forgot that I said that. Yeah, you're like holding me accountable here. Yes, I'm following up. Yes, follow up. (laughs) Um, How is my public speaking going? Actually, just yesterday I had a meeting. There's a lecture series coming to San Francisco. It's called People Who Don't Usually Lecture. And, um, great title. Yeah. Great title. Um, so yeah, sort of looking for like a diverse group of people to lecture about really anything that they want. Um, and like when I mean diverse, I mean, they're looking for like homeless people, janitors, relationship coaches, like just really like running the whole gamut of like just random, uh, like a random selection of people. So I've been in talks with them for the last couple months. Um, and we'll hear from them by the end of the week of whether or not I'm I'm in for their series, um, which is really exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, so I've been like writing up my lecture for them. Um, yeah, talking about like my own journey with all of this, um, which has been really, really fun. And I also just reached out to another organization in the area of doing a workshop of some kinds um, with college students in the area as well, which would be really fun. Um, yeah, those are that's what I've got Great. going on right now. Yeah, that sounds like you've made lots of progress. Thank that call you. was just a few weeks ago, so amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Well, that wraps up season one of What's Your Free. How wonderful were these ladies? I cannot believe I got to spend the last few months with them and with all of you tuning in. This has been one of the most exciting times of my life and I can't wait to see what the rest of 2018 has in store for me, starting with a couple exciting updates for you. So we'll be having the first ever Freedom Lifestyle event. It's going to take place February 20th in Toronto at WeWork really excited about this. I've teamed up with two other awesome girl bosses who are going to be sharing their story. We're also going to do like a live Freedom Lifestyle panel interview. So really excited about that. I'll be promoting it on our Facebook group. The next update is regarding a second season. So a lot of people have asked me, you know, are you going to keep it going after season one? And I've met 
Honestly, I've just met so many amazing women now that I've launched this that are like, hey, I've been living the freedom lifestyle and I just, I can't not share their stories. So I think a season two is inevitable. I got a new podcast microphone. So thank you to everyone who has been sticking through me with my iPhone audio. And I want to also up my game by getting some feedback from you. I think that if I'm going to do this, I want to make sure I'm adding value and creating content that, you know, is going to help you achieve the freedom lifestyle. So in the show notes, I'll also be sharing it online will be a survey that I would love for you to fill out. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. What questions do you wish I had asked people in your life that you're like, Hey, You gotta interview her, nominate yourself. That is totally cool. I do that. And if you complete the survey by January 31st, you will enter into the first ever contest where I'm gonna be giving out a few free tickets to the Freedom Lifestyle event happening February 20th in Toronto, as well as a couple of our Freedom Lifestyle journals, which have only been given out to the interviewees so far. So we'll include one of those too. Thank you so much for sticking around. Like I said, one of the most exciting times of my life. I've learned a ton. I am feeling more and more confident every day with my choice to live the freedom lifestyle. And I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much.